Hello and welcome back to my podcast. Today I want to speak about the chakra system and depression. Um, My name is Lana Lynn Marino and I have a website wellnessjourneys.co.uk. If you haven't already visited, um, there's a lot there about the work that I do as an energy healing therapist, a counsellor, among other things. But um, one thing that I want to talk about today, as I said, the fact that I have suffered with depression all my life and not realizing that I suffered depression from a child. So it makes sense when I think about some of the things that happened to me as a child, some things that I saw and some things I experienced. Um, A child shouldn't have to experience, but we don't have the emotional understanding or the analytical mind to understand depression at such a young age. So when I discovered the chakra system, probably when I was um, in my 40s, it changed my life. And I live by chakra therapy for myself and working with clients. As I've said in other podcasts, I've done a lot of research and and gone to different countries where people really understand the subtle bodies, our metaphysical bodies, that correlate to our physical health. So I've learned over many years that the chakras play a vital role in breaking down depression and anxiety, among many other physical ailments that we might have. But let's look at mental health and depression right now, and that's what I want to look at. So chakras and the endocrine system. The Dalai Lama says, with the realization of one's own potential and self-confidence in one's ability, one can build a better world. So chakra is a Sanskrit word and it means wheel or vortex because that is what it, what it looks like when we look at it. And each chakra is like, um, how can I explain it? It's like a solid ball of energy and people say, you know, can you see chakras? Well, over years um, as an energy healing therapist, through your own personal training, yes, anyone, we all have that, that gift to, to see stuff within the subtle body energy system. This solid ball of energy, it is interpenetrating the physical body. So in the same way that a magnetic field can interpenetrate the physical body. So the chakras are not physical, they are the aspects of consciousness in the same way that the aura are aspects of consciousness. They are more dense than the aura, but not as dense as the physical body. And anyone that has read Barbara Brennan's book, um, Hands of Light, they'll have an understanding of what I'm talking about. And we will be able to understand the chakra system in a much detailed, um, deeper way than what I'm going to present today. I wanted to talk about how it has affected me um, with doing chakra meditation and how it helps me to come out of my depression that sometimes I have. And I believe that most people on the planet have some form of mental health, poor mental health. And the mental health system is like a muscle. You need to exercise it to keep it healthy. Chakras interact with the physical body through two major vehicles, the endocrine system and the nervous system. 
So each of the seven main chakras that I'm going to discuss today are associated with one of the seven endocrine glands and also with a particular group of nerves called um, uh, a, a plexus. So each of these chakras can be associated with particular parts of the body and particular functions within the body that are controlled by that plexus or that endocrine gland that's associated with that particular chakra. So I'm just saying that I'm going to be looking at the seven chakras, um, but there are hundreds of chakras throughout our body. So each of the chakras or energy centers has governance over particular areas of your body. One of the strongest associations to affect your health and well-being is that formed within our endocrine system. Now, that's part of the body's main control mechanism and it compromises, it's compromised of a number of ductless glands. So I'm going into a little bit of um, physiology and um, anatomy and physiology here. So, you know, stick with it. <laughs> um, so it compromises of a number of ductless glands that produce the hormones acting as chemical messengers that are secreted in the bloodstream from particular organs to stimulate or inhibit physical processes. Now by adjusting the hormone levels, the endocrine system works to maintain the body in a state of optimum health. Now how are the chakras linked with the glands responsible for creating the hormones? Well, the positions of the chakras correspond to the positions of the glands in the endocrine system and have an effect on their functioning. Now, the link between the chakras and the glands emphasizes the holistic nature of health and demonstrates that you need to maintain a balance. We need to maintain a balance in our emotional and mental activities as well as our physical diet, and exercise because they they are all deeply interrelated. The chakras located on the lower part of our body are our in instinctual side. The highest ones are our mental side. The chakras can have various levels of activity and when they are open they are considered operative in a normal fashion. So ideally all chakras would contribute to our being. Our instincts would work together with our feelings and thinking. However, this usually is not the case. Some chakras are not open enough and that means that they're underactive. So to compensate, other chakras are overactive. So the ideal state is where the chakras are balanced. And as I said, this is where when you start to learn chakra balancing, it changes your life because just in five or ten minutes you can actually whatever you're going through and for myself I can wake up and I can have that cloud around me and I don't know what's happening what's going on I know for certain that my subconscious maybe I haven't I can't remember what I dreamt but our subconscious as I've talked about before holds our history so everything that's happened to us and things that are too painful we bury so when we're asleep we travel to the astral plane. So from the astral plane, we're actually opening up at the heart center, the heart chakra. And this is where everything gets revealed. And we could call it an emptying out. But when we wake up in consciousness, 
you know, why do I feel grey? Why do I feel this way? What is a lovely sunny day? Why do I feel so fearful? I woke up the other morning and for no reason at all, I just burst out crying. I, I couldn't stop crying. Um, I bought a little dog recently, or I'm buying a little dog, um, and this has changed my, my life, even though we, we haven't got him yet. But the thing is, is that I've wanted a little pet for so long. I had one back in the 80s and I had to get rid of him and it, it cost me my health for a good while. I was very upset because I had to get rid of my dog because we were moving and I couldn't take my pet to my new home. So it was really upsetting and I always said I would never get another animal until I was older in years and <laughs> maybe the dog would outlive me, outlive me and I wouldn't have that heartache. But anyway, with the thought of having my little my little doggy, my new little doggy that's coming into our life, it's made me very anxious and I can't understand why. And it came to me the other morning that, wow, I'm going to be responsible for someone else's life. Now, I don't have children, I don't have grandchildren. So responsibility plays a big part in all our lives. We have to be responsible and accountable, first of all, to ourselves before we can be responsible and accountable to others. And then, so when I thread that back into my life and my experiences and my story that I carry in my subtle field, then I know that, you know, that story is always going to be a part of my life as long as I'm living. But as I've said before, as we grow closer to immortality, we're coming up through. So the heart chakra is opening more and we're becoming more aware, more awoke, more conscious of the world that we live in. Um, it makes no sense to try to make overactive chakras less active as they're compensating for other chakras which are, as I said, underactive. But to restore the compensation, they would be overactive again in no time. To stop them from compensating the chakras they are compensating for must be opened. Then all chakras will be in balance. So I'm going to talk a little bit now about the chakra system imbalances. Um, there's a variety of health problems which may be caused by chakra imbalances affecting the associated endocrine gland and resulting in illness. Um, by receiving energy healing, you can actually help keep yourself more healthy by taking the holistic approach. When we talk about the holistic approach, we're talking about mind, body and spirit. So I've got a few brief examples here of each energy center and its associated symptoms and issues. So let's start with the base, the root chakra, and this is at the base of the spine. And we're gonna bring color into it, so the color is red. The possible physical areas affected by an outer balance chakra could be anorexia, obesity, osteoarthritis, autoimmune disease, arthritis, cancer, AIDS, fatigue, kidney, spinal column issues. Um, and the issues around the base chakra being out of balance is security and survival. So the root chakra is associated with the reproductive glands. It is the center of physical energy, grounding and self-preservation. And the root chakra governs the back, 
the feet, hips, spine and legs. The root chakra is about being physically there and feeling its home in situations. If it is open, you feel grounded, stable and secure. So as an example, if you're walking through a wood or a forest or you're climbing a mountain or just purposely, consciously walking, um, exercising, you're connecting to the physical body. So the first chakra is all about the physical self. It's not that you don't unnecessarily distrust people, but you feel present in the here and now and connected to the physical body. And you feel that you have sufficient territory. And this goes back to, you know, the, our evolution when we were evolving. Um, and I, I always use the analogy of looking at ourselves as the caveman and being in the cave and looking out and fearful of what's out there and having to go out there to, in order to survive, to kill that that mammoth or that, that saber-toothed tiger, you know, to, to eat, to survive. So it's a very primal area of our subtle bodies. Um, it's a very primal air, area that that is at work here, you know, and they call it the fight or flight mode. You know, when you're in fear, but you know, you, you've got to survive, you've got to get through this. If you tend to be fearful or nervous, your root chakra is probably underactive. You would feel, you would easily feel unwelcome. If this chakra is overactive, you may be very materialistic and greedy. And you are probably obsessed with being secure and resist change. So we can see and we can use it as, as an example here, and I'm sorry to name drop, but we can we can use um, like the president of the United States <laughs> as an example or anyone in power that is afraid of losing their power and their control, their material wealth. If a child is taught that they must achieve to a level that brings them in material wealth over them not being shown that first and foremost is important to be a human being and they're taught love, then that can start the process of that chakra not being connected down into the earth. And I must say, in the first seven years of life, if there's any sort of imbalance that's not corrected, then yeah, this first seven years of life is, um, is vital for our growth. Going on to the second chakra, which we call the sacral. Now this is three inches below the navel and the energy color here is orange. So possible physical areas affected by an outer balance chakra, bladder problems, frigidity, gall and kidney stones, reproductive organs, vaginal cancer, prostate cancer, pelvic diseases, issues are physical and material desires. So the sacral chakra governs the sexual organs, the bladder, bowel and lower intestine. Now this chakra is about feeling and sexuality and when it is open your feelings flow freely and are expressed without you being over emotional. You are open to intimacy and you can be passionate and lively. You have no problems dealing with your sexuality. You tend to be stiff and unemotional or have a poker face. The sacral chakra is underactive and you are not very open to people. 
I always call this the trusting chakra. It's what they say, you know, trusting that gut instinct. If you don't trust something, but you still, you still go for it, you know, you're going against the vibration of that chakra. If this chakra is overactive, you tend to be emotional all the time. You will feel emotionally attached to people and can be very sexual. And just to say that um, if this chakra is overactive, I've worked with a lot of people with sex addictions, um, people that are promiscuous. And because it is the emotional center, what we tend to find is people really with um, a overactive emotional sacral chakra, they are looking for love, you know, so their sex is what they what what we can use to, to get what we need to get that love. And remembering that the heart and the sacral chakra, those two centers, a lot of people get uh, confused. Can we have sex without love? Can we have love without sex? Well, the two are attached. And first of all, you know, we're connecting in love at the heart center. And that follows through to when we become intimate with someone at that loving. And it's the only time, I think, apart from when a woman is given birth, um, when a woman orgasms, or as I said, giving birth, is not attached to ego. So that's a whole nother separate thing to talk about. But um, the stomach, navel, and solar plexus chakra, which is just above it, is the third chakra. Now, the third chakra is uh, above the navel, as I said, and the color is yellow. Now, the possible physical areas affected by an out of balance third chakra could be diabetes, digestive, adrenal organ illness, hypoglycemia, and the issues are power and control. Now the navel chakra governs the stomach, stomach, the upper intestines, upper back, and upper spine. Now this chakra is about asserting yourself in a group. When it is open, you feel in control and you have sufficient self-esteem. Your confidence is flowing. When this chakra is underactive, you tend to be passive and indecisive. You are probably timid and don't get what you want. If this chakra is overactive, you are domineering and probably even aggressive. So just to spend a little bit of time on this chakra, I just want you to close your eyes for a moment. And I want you to visualize the color yellow and the right side of your body, which we call the large intestine, coming up the ascending colon. As you breathe in, taking your hand into the center where the solar plexus is and push. If it's hard, that means that there's, that, that there's a block on a physical level. Maybe what you eat, carbohydrates, lots of foods that we eat that don't agree with solar plexus, solar plexus energy. So as you breathe in, just gently just push that. And if it's hard, just breathe in. Visualize breathing out. And as you move down the left side of the descending colon, coming down to the bottom where your bladder and your bowel 
are, um, just visualize breathing out any negative thoughts that you have. So again, bringing your hand up and this time just rotating around from the right to the left. So you're giving yourself a belly rub and you're breathing out as you come down, you're breathing in as you come up very slowly, very slowly and breathing out as you come down. And if you do this and concentrate on the things that you want in life, not the things that you need, the things that you want. So that could be, I want to be more patient. I want to be more listening. I want to be more heard. I want to be more in touch with who I am. All these things, this is part of our healing and becoming more self-empowered and connected to our true authentic self. I am strong. It's a very good affirmation. I am well. So what you're doing is you're giving your body, it's the psychosomatic effect of giving your body the message, the positive message, and you're actually changing the vibration right now. Now when we come to, thank you, when we come to the heart chakra, the heart region, energy, um, the color here is green, and I want you to think about a beautiful spring green field, and you're in that field and it's wonderful. And there's nothing but you in this lovely long green grass. As you visualize that color green, as you come to the heart, as most people know, the heart is the bridge between our human conditioning, which are the first three chakras, and our spiritual nature. So possible physical areas affected by an out-of-balance chakra at the heart level could be cancer, high blood pressure, heart problems, thymus, blood circulatory system, involuntary muscles. The issues here are love. So the heart chakra is associated with the circulatory system, as we, we all know, and the thymus gland. It is the center of compassion, love, group consciousness, and spirituality. It also governs the heart, the lungs, blood, and circulation. As the heart chakra is all about love, kindness, and affection, when it is open, you are compassionate and friendly, and you work in harmonious relationships. When your heart chakra is underactive, you are cold and distant. If this chakra is overactive, you are suffocating people with your love, and your love probably as quite selfish reasons. So we'll talk about that for a little bit. And when I was younger, I was a people pleaser. And to some extent, I can still be now. It depends um, what state I'm in. But the difference being now that I recognize it. I recognize when I'm trying to over please, when I'm trying to um, get some sort of approval. And let's not forget that you know, our story follows us throughout life. So even if we think we've done well and we've moved through certain situations, you know, it always comes back to bite us in the bum because our story basically is our, our ego, our ego that keeps reminding us that we must be afraid. We can't trust the world. Things, bad things that have happened to us are going to happen again and this is not true and this is the simple telling ourselves, I am well 
I am okay, I am life, I am God's grace, whatever God means to you. When we are seeking approval, we are seeking approval, as I said, for selfish reasons, because we believe that if we are coming from our authentic self, then we're not going to be accepted, because maybe our authentic self is very vulnerable. And this is something that throughout life we have to protect. We, we believe we have to protect our vulnerability without understanding that our vulnerability is in fact our inner strength. So there's a lot around here, around the heart center, but more importantly, you know, it's, it is the place where the heart is the first organ that forms um, in the fetus, you know, when the fetus is starting to develop. We come down through our spirit comes down through our spirit comes down through our crown chakra and is embedded down in the first chakra that is developing. So by the time we come into the world, you know, we're pretty much ready to take that first breath. And from we first take that first breath, you know, we've let go of our spiritual playground that we've just left. Our soul is returning, if you are open to that. Returning to maybe complete or learn from a lesson that we didn't learn in another lifetime, if you're open to that. But most definitely, you know, we're here to start the journey again. And maybe if it's a soul entering for the first time onto this, this, this level, then you know it's it's a new lesson i can sometimes detect you know new souls comparative to old souls you can look at that baby that just it's like they've been here so many times before you can just see it and um yeah that's a whole nother area but i'm going to stop now and i'm going to come back with the next episode i'm going to be covering the throat chakra um, the third eye and the crown chakra so thank you for listening to this first episode on chakra the chakra system and depression how it's helped me and i hope you get something from it i think in the next episode we'll finish by doing a short meditation but for now take care have a great day and remember you are well